will not go back. I tell you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you my sister, my sister, my sister. You know what? So let's play my brother's music for a minute. You gonna dance? Let's with do me? it. Yeah, that's it. Come on. Yes, here we go. James Johnson Sr. Yeah. Never give up. Oh, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Never give up on yourself. Oh. See, I knew you had moves there, my sister. Okay, I am here. I am the Smile Lady, and this podcast series is Sharing a Smile. And no one sits in this hot seat or in this studio if they don't have a smile to share. And look at you. Look at the smile. Oh, my gosh. See? See? I know it. And I'm not a prophet. But you know we were all born to smile. And if you have a smile to share, smileladyjoy at gmail.com. Let me know. And go on to my YouTube, and it's Deborah Smile Lady Joy. And you can go and look at the YouTube videos. And if you have a smile to share, support, motivate, invest, love, and educate. You need to be here because the world needs to benefit from your smile. And now today, without any further ado... This anticipation, now I can kind of relax. I have Georgia Lyons, the author of Why You Must Vote. Why You Must Vote. And you can email her right now, gsl17 at yahoo.com. Or you can go to any Romans and read that ebook. You can read that. Amazon.com. You can read it. This is a very crucial time, y'all. For us to get out and vote and vote. All right. And guess what? Smile Lady Joy at Gmail. You let me know you heard this podcast. You may get a free one from me autograph. Because guess what? She my bestest friend right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, Georgia. Georgia, <laughs> I just love it. Your book is so timely. And before we get into that, I want you to tell me what you love doing so much. You would do it even if you did not get paid. Well, you know, I, um, it may sound funny, but uh, I love being of service. Yes. Um, I think um, it might have come from I used to love my, helping my mom cook and, and, and uh, used to help my dad, you know, loved helping them. So I think it's just, you know, kind of rubbed off on me or something because that's one of the things that really does bring me joy is oh. to be of service. Yeah. Helping people, although I know there are um, many uh, opportunities to make that into a business, but uh, I didn't go that way. But uh, but that is one of the things that I would do if I was not paid to do it. It's just being of service. I've done that my whole life. And, and you know what? Uh, we've talked and you were a barber. Uh, you work for the airlines. You've how many other jobs? You, I mean, goodness. In the uh, Army, were you in the yes. Army? Go ahead. Uh, yes, I was in the service uh, <clears throat> from 1976 to 96. Um, let's see. Uh, airlines? What else did I do? The airlines, the barber. Um, got so many 
different jobs. Uh, I see I you carry remember. a toolbox oh, in your car. Yeah, I had um, my father always uh, had me helping him in his two in his you know tool shed, and um, so he taught me how to do a lot of things. Uh, you know, with tools, he told me what each tool was, or as much as he could as a kid. Um, and so I just always uh, kept a tool kit in my car and in the house because you never know what you're going to need. And you so, make jewelry? Yes. Uh, come on now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I make, um, I make, I like big earrings and I could never find them. So I started um, making my own and just playing around with uh, uh, different types of beads and colors and and whatever I'm wearing, if I don't have a pair of earrings that match, I make my own. Yeah. I mean, and, and as a matter of fact, besides your beauty, you know, because I'm not going to base your beauty on your earrings, but besides your presence, because I told you when I first met you, you walked in, you're so queenly, your hair just amazing. But then I would notice your earrings, and I was like, wow, she rocks those earrings. And, 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 and a lot of the times you do wear your custom earrings, I know that. So, and plus your fashion sense, you know, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up, Stop. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and tell us where you got that from. And plus you sew. excuse me, I saw uh, that in action. Go ahead. Well, I have um, five sisters and my mom and I'm the youngest of the family. And I used to watch these, uh, as Deborah say, fashionistas. Mm -hmm. And as I was growing up, I just, uh, a lot of times when I'm, when I grew up and was trying to put outfits together, my sister said, no, Georgie, don't wear that, wear this. Or, no, you can't wear them shoes with that, you know? So uh, I kind of grew up with uh, five sisters telling me how to dress. Uh-huh, and so. see, I'm your <laughs> other big sister, but you teaching me how to dress. Uh, you know, we have a different, and, 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 and y'all, I gotta tell a funny story. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed. I don't iron. My clothes, I just put them on wrinkled. And basically when I put them on, I spray my clothes and then I brush the wrinkles out. Because I no. say they're going to get wrinkled when you get in the car anyway. And then the stuff I need to have cleaned, I send them to the cleaners so I'm not ironing them. And um, But you iron. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> do you iron your money like my dad did? No, I don't go that oh, you far. Don't, don't go that far. <laughs> okay, so you told us what you love to do, and I know what your motivation is in that. That's the M, and you give back. I see you just giving back. You're who I call my angel. Don't give me the crying. You are an angel, and I believe your presence and your smile and the way you just go up to people and say something to them and they light up. I think you're their angel also. I, I, I look at stuff like that. I'll be watching. You know, so that's how you kind of give back through your service. And then your love of yourself. I know that process. And um, you love yourself. But tell me, did you always, and I want to get into what inspired you to write this book, Why You Must Vote. So let's go there. And then we'll get into the love and education. Okay. Um, the reason I wrote, the, uh, let me see oh, this book. Hold it. You can oh, hold it sorry. up. Yeah. Uh, yes. The reason I wrote the book, um, I took a class at Citrus College, mm -hmm. um, just before the California primaries. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we just happened to be in the, uh, in the book, uh, where, um, 
they were speaking of voting or mm -hmm. the chapter of voting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were about 50 young people in the class. And um, he asked the class how many were registered to vote. And um, out of the 50, only about five raised <gasps> their hands. And me and another guy about my age, which I'm 72, um, but I was a little younger then. But um, anyway, uh, he, it was three people who actually raised their hand other than me and the other guy. And, um, and I asked them, why don't you vote? Mm -hmm. And they had all these different excuses. Well, um, you know, too busy. Um, they forgot or, you know, they didn't think their vote counted. Ah. And, um, and it kind of bothered me that, you know, so many young people who are impacted by mm -hmm. um, the, you know, the decisions that's made and they don't, um, they don't think it's, it's important. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why I wrote the book. Plus the fact, around the time I was writing the book, I was talking to a person who has a family. He's, uh, I'd say, in his middle 30s, has a young family, and he had never voted. <gasps> and he shared with me that um, he didn't know how. <gasps> and he said I was a little embarrassed you know, so I'm, I'm thinking there's a lot of other people just like that who may not be a youngster and they may be up in age and they never voted. And a lot of it because they don't want people to know they don't know how. Uh -huh. and, and like this says, a helpful guide for new, new voters. voters. Yes. And so really, if you're good, you're 17 and you'll be 18 by the next election, you should really be registering the vote. Yes, huh? yes absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's not just for young people. It's for anybody who's never voted for, before. But uh, I have to say, when I wrote this book, I wrote it for even people who have voted. There's some information in the book that um, even a lot of older people who have voted for years may not know. What did you teach me um, about I, the address? If you change your... Oh, right, right, right. Um, if you change your address or your name change, you have to re-register. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of things. Um, this book could be a history book because it has a lot of, um, even though it's uh, a, a thin book, it's still, it, and it could be writ, uh, read, I would say, in a little over an hour. Yeah, let me see and, this book. I want to read a quote off the back. Go ahead. And um, it has... Um, uh, a brief history of our government. A lot of people don't understand our system of government. Um, a lot of people don't realize that on voting day, when you go to vote, there are certain clothes that you cannot wear. There's a lot of people who don't know that. Oh yeah. You know? Oh wait. If you're promote, uh, I think I know that. Let me let me get the answer. You tell me. Go if I'm wrong. <laughs> if you are promoting a certain um, candidate or whatever. You cannot wear that on your shirt voting. You have to be within that's, a thousand feet from the exactly voting. Right. See? Yes. Ding! I need my bell. Ding! You cannot wear anything like that. And a lot of people try to go like right. vote for Obama or exactly. whatever, and you yeah, can't, do, can't that. do that. Okay, yeah. I like this quote on the back cover. It says, if you're not seated at the table, you're on the menu. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I like that. And uh, I mean, you have to be um, involved and you have to be there to know what's going on. If you're not there 
to know what's going on, you, you're just lost. Yes. Is you this know, just so for Democrats or no, Republicans this, or this what? this book is nonpartisan. Thank you. Uh, and this book teaches you how, um, how to register, where to register. Um, it also teaches you if you, um, how to choose a party. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has uh, um, a lot of people don't understand the, um, uh, uh, the um, I'm having a senior moment here, yeah. uh, the Electoral College, that e- that's explained. There's just a lot of, it, it's jam-packed with information that will help anybody who has never voted to feel very, very comfortable. Now, I read something in that book I didn't know because I really, I'm embarrassed to say, didn't really get into politics until 2008 when Obama, you know, was running for president. So now I'm more into it, and you are a blessing coming into my life. But there's a certain elections where you have to be either a Democrat or a Republican. Um, Others you can be, like, independent. I think it's for the primary or something because they're trying to pick the the, the general election. Yes, the general yeah. election. Yes, so so there's things I'm learning here. And then let me show you this on page. I think it's six and seven. Yay. Um, there, there, There's things in here. You know, one thing I like about it, working with people in um, group homes or in juvenile places where they don't have access to a computer, they'll say, oh, I could get this on my phone. There's ebook. Romans, it could get there. Amazon.com, that's all well and good. But those who don't have a computer, don't know how to use a computer, this is good to carry around, and, and it's just great. It says here, I think the part I like here is, um, if you want to see changes where you live, you must shake off the apathy and get involved. Change doesn't just happen. Be a part of the change you seek and vote, you know, and then it goes on to other pages saying that go to your council, start voting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell, tell me, you know, expand on what you told me about going to the city council and you elect these people to make these changes. Right. Um, a lot of people think that um, the only time, well, a lot of people only vote during uh, presidential elections. But the most important uh, elections are your uh, local elections when you're, Voting for uh, city council and school sheriffs board. and judges and the school board, that type of thing. Um, that's when it really touches your life. Mm-hmm. And that's when it really makes a big impact. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I encourage everyone to go and vote in every election, especially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially those elections. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I'm I'm one of those right now because it's truly affecting me this gentrification, the racial profiling, the homelessness and the um working poor who's forced out of their apartments and then they're trying to tell them, "Well, get a job and go back to school." But these people are 65, 67, 68. Then they say, "Well, buy a home." Who's going to go and buy an, a home at 70 years old? You know, unless you're going to make it a bed and breakfast and your children are going to take over or whatever. You know, these statements are so insensitive, you know, with working poor people who have put in all their life, pension, Social Security. And they're going to tell them, get a job, buy a house, da-da-da, what you were. Do you know renters 
are the majority in Pasadena. You know, because people move out of their homes, going to smaller, they can't even afford condominiums. They're a million dollars, you know. So, you know, so getting out to vote for these laws about rent control right. and all of that, see, that's where it impacts. And I don't believe these people sitting in these seats because they have all of this money. Remember what I said, the silver platter? Mm-hmm. They yes. don't think about a 68-year-old. Mm-hmm that may be on pension or Social mm-hmm. Security, that can't keep up with the cost mm-hmm. of living rising. You're going to tell them to go back to school, mm-hmm. get a job, what, buy a home? Yeah, it's um, late then. You yeah, know, see, I that's mean, what I'm they, saying. They've already uh, lived their life, and you know now is the time for them to be able to enjoy life, and now they're having to basically start all over. Exactly, you know, exactly. So. Young people got it right now. Climate change. They're looking out mm-hmm. for their future. Right. And see, they should be doing that now with the elders because they're going to be an elder exactly. and going to want somebody to take care of them. And the Social Security may be going away. Mm-hmm. They're going to be out here pushing a cart. Hopefully not. But, um, you know, you, you know, know they, they, yeah. they could be out there pushing yeah. a cart. Well, and, you know, go ahead. Well, that's why I'm, you know, I'm hoping that this book will uh, reach a lot of young people because um, they are the future. Exactly. And uh, they need to know that their voice counts. Exactly. Their vote and their voice mm-hmm. count. And, uh, you know, if they get involved, they can make the changes that they're going to need when they get to be my age, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that this book will be very beneficial to a lot of people who does not vote yeah i like the fact that they're breaking i don't know if it's included too new to be included in this book but i read somewhere that now you don't have to be vote at your polling place number one i like the absentee ballot ballot yes. myself personally um but you don't have to before they said you had to go to your polling place and you have to show your id there and if you weren't in that area you couldn't but now you can vote from little uh computers at different places so if somebody lives in palmdale and they just happen to be here in pasadena they can vote i, I don't think it's no it's it, it not made th- your that book. was no that happened um, just recently so no yeah but you're you're right about that yeah and um yes use your online so so now georgia my angel georgia here um how can they reach you and so you could teach them like what you're teaching me about voting because I am adamant about that. I think in all of my years of being able to vote, I think I missed one, and if I want to exaggerate, two. And especially since I went absentee. Mm-hmm. And I love absentee because you don't have to stand in that line. Once you figure yeah. it out, you drop it there. Mm-hmm. And plus while you're watching TV and you get that information, you get to study it. Right. Uh-huh. And then, then, then vote. Mm-hmm. And then put it in there. You feel rushed, like who is this? Oh, oh, right. What is this measure? Right. But when you can sit at home, go through the book, take your time, take your time, listen to the debates, yes. all of this, yes. and then you mark it. And then that day, sometimes I wait to that day just mm-hmm. because to go, boop. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's good. Well, you know, in the book, I also. Um, Let's let you know what's uh, going to happen when you actually step in the door. Um, it takes you through the whole process, you know, and um, 
also in the book is um, uh, the evening of election night. And there's a lot of terms that a lot of people don't uh, understand. So it takes you from the very beginning to the very end um, of election mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. And um, even to the, to the point of um, when the person who loses the election mm-hmm. concedes. A lot of people don't understand that part of it. But like I said, the book is, is uh, comprehensive uh, from, like I said, the beginning of our government and how it works until the very end of uh, election night and everything that they need in between. And I had a learning experience to escort somebody who was hearing, hard of hearing, and also going blind. And it was so funny, not funny, but I didn't even know they had all of this equipment there to help the visually impaired and the hearing impaired right there um, to help them vote. So there's no excuse there. Even the accommodations for the wheelchairs, they say, well, no, you, da, 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 da. they have the low, mm-hmm. the low areas to do that. So in those cases, I would highly recommend them doing the absentee ballot, ballot because they can do it at home. They could do that. But if not, let's say I just have to get down there to vote, those things are available yeah. also. Yes, they are allowed to take a, a person with them. Yep, I was yeah. able to stand there. Mm-hmm and help, and this and that and the other. So so don't be intimidated because you have a challenge. Right, exactly. You know, you have a challenge. Is there anything else, because I want to get to you personally about your love now and your education. I know you went to Citrus College to take this course and, and this, and you went to barber school, of course, to be licensed. And you told me the other day, which I love, um, that you try to keep your license, anything you have, Yes. Talk about that to oh. tell the youth. Uh, yeah, I um, I went to barber school in 1979, and um, I, c- I cut, well, actually 76, and uh, I cut hair until 1979, and at that point I got a- hired at um, Pan American Airlines, and so I stopped cutting. But ever since then, every two years, when my... Um, when my renewal comes up, I always renew. So even though I haven't cut in decades, <laughs> I mean, I'll cut a head here and there, but not in a shop. But I keep it current because you never know. Um, like in 1996, I went back to Ohio to help my mom. And um, I didn't have a job when I got there, of course. Um, so I was able just to convert my... Um, my dry, my um, barber's license to Ohio barber license without having to take a test and do all that stuff. Because so, you kept it current. Because I kept it current. So right. as long as you have a current license, you can just, you know, just um, with a picture and I forget exactly what else I needed, but I didn't have to go to school and I haven't taken no classes because my, my, um, my, my license was current. So I would advise anybody who have any type of license like that to never let them, um, you know, expire because you never know when you might need them and they'll be ready for you. And you know what? I would say go ahead and take workshops and classes to keep current because styles change, different things change. And it takes, I'll say this almost all the time, 
to be an expert, even in your gift, to keep current. It takes 10,000 hours to be considered an expert. And if you, let's say, take four hours a day, that's about nine years, almost as long as it takes you to be a doctor or doc, get your doctorate, okay, from if once you get out of high school. So that same thing, you can master it. And if you're nurtured from a child, gosh, that's, that's the quicker you'll get into that. But even like a doctor or hairstylist, everybody, they have to every year go and yes. update. Mm-hmm. There's practices, things change. So you just can't stay stuck without doing this or not turn off 33. <laughs> and I don't need to do nothing else because I was the best. But now it's 2020. Hello, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to quit saying that. Oh, I know, no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I've been doing it. No, we got to get out. That's a comedy to me mm-hmm. when a person comes up and say, says that. I'm learning from the young people. I think they're much smarter. I may be wiser, and I could put this to different uses, but we need each other. They need this old school. Mm-hmm. And we need that new school. Exactly. Or yes. we're gonna be we're gonna be like, no, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do that computer stuff. I mean, well, shoot, we was writing with the them stones and the chalk. Um, okay, how's that working for you now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and and then they'll reject it as opposed to blending the two because I think the quote and smile is support, motivate, invest, love, and educate. Tapping into your child's inner smile, bridging the gap between the elders and the youth. And unless we bridge that gap, I believe the ideal household, myself personally, if we can just drop all of this Willie Lynch stuff, is a three-generation household. Mm -hmm. The grandmother, the mother, and the children. And when you leave home to go to work, you got that grandmother there. You have somebody there nurturing them. And... In Ghana, I asked them, well, do you have nursing homes? or do you? No. It is our responsibility to take care of our elders who helped us to where we are. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. And if they have no family, let's say, you know, no children or anything like that, whoever's in the village, take care of them. You know, so that right there was so beautiful for me to hear and I will never in Ghana cover up this gray because <laughs> I'm an elder and they treat me like I'm royalty. I'm like, I haven't been treated like that here. And I've been here, what, 67 years? You know, just recently I was at a function and um, I met an African uh, gentleman and he from said... From Nigeria, huh? From Nigeria, yes. And he said, um, even if he was born one day after me, I was still an elder, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, and they respect him. That yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. I, I pray you, you come visit me in Ghana. But one thing, and I think my sister travelers can tell you, there's no way I could capture it in a picture. There's no way I can capture it. You have to feel it for yourself. And I'm not the Harriet Tubman or I'm not the Marcus Garvey telling everybody to go. No, but at least experience it. If you're going to go to a continent, maybe make that first. They like to go to Paris and they like to go to here, but go to, you will never, I'm not the same. See, I, I am not the same. 
I'm not the same. You didn't even um, meet me um, pre uh, pre Africa, no, and I you didn't. would you would know. Yeah. That I am not the same, and people are gonna get tired of me talking about it, and this and that and the other. I can't settle for less anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm a queen. Mm-hmm. Period. I can't settle for less. Even sleeping on a four-inch foam mattress, I felt treated better than a five-star hotel here. So it, it, you can't explain it. you got to experience it. Well, I do look forward to going. Oh, yes. And visiting I'm, you in Ghana. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having you, really, truly, I am. And this is from the bottom of my heart. If that's what it takes... To get you there, because all you have to do is take care of your plane for Because most of your travel is hotel and food and all of that when you travel, right? Yes. So if yes. you could just get there, mm-hmm. I'll take care of your shelter mm-hmm. and your food. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get off that little ship and you go buying all this stuff, that's on you. Just <laughs> like when you go on a cruise ship. Everything covered while you're on that cruise ship. When you get off, you got to mm-hmm. pay that extra money. Right. That's the same thing. Just treat my place like a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. While you're in that cruise ship, you don't have to worry about where you sleep, what you eat, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just let Africa pass. Well, I appreciate the, the invitation. And, and I'm going to take you up on it. And I appreciate your book. You are sharing a smile, truly. Truly, Thank Georgia, you. you are truly sharing a smile. And I understand that's a self-published Yes. Talk about it. I um, self-published it. Um, there is a um, website called Fiverr. F, spell that, please. F-I-V-E-R-R. No, F-I-V is in Victor. Yeah, yes. F-I-V-R-R. Fiverr. F-I-V is in Victor. R is in Robert. R is in Robert. Yes. Okay. And um, on Fiverr, you can uh, find anybody you need to do your um, your proofreading or your um, book cover, and um, you and they'll give you a bid how much they'll do it for you. And so that's how I published the book. I went through Fiverr and I picked different. And you can there's all different um, uh, uh, different people from all over the world. So you can, uh, the lady who did my proof, proof reading was from, uh, um, I think she was from Nigeria, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I had the, the person who did my cover was from Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. And um, very good. They all did an uh, excellent job. The price was, you know, beyond belief. And, um, and that's how I, I published it. And then there's a place in, in uh, Ohio called 24-Hour Books, and they did the printing. And okay. Yeah, and you can, uh, you can go online and put in 24-Hour Books, and if you're at that stage of your writing and you're ready to have it uh, printed, you can, um, uh, they'll give you an um, a, a estimate. You just put in the number of pages and, you know, the other things they ask you for. And they'll give you an estimate of what it'll cost to print the books. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I self-publish. And see, see, people don't share their information thinking you're going to be competing in this. That's why this is sharing a smile. Mm-hmm. Your knowledge going to school is not um, uh, just for you. It's for you to share. Well, let me also say that uh, when you go through 
uh, 24-hour books, they also give you the, the ISBN number. Uh-huh. So, because you'll have to have that, you know, of course. Oh, okay. So, they do that as well. Okay. So, yeah. So, you'll have to... You have to do that. But, See? And, See, you put that work together. Go yeah. Ahead. And then um, in order to, um, when you um, go through the government, I, I'm, I'm having another senior moment, um, to get the uh, copyright on it. Mm -hmm. The copyright, you don't have to have it when you publish, when, once you have the books printed. Um, they, t they said you can, um, you can still print it, and then when you get it, then when you're second printed, you can add that information. But that shouldn't stop you from, you know, getting, getting your book, book out, out there. Yes, because so, sometimes um, that's what yeah. people do. So, people do. yeah, I was very concerned about that because I was trying to get the book out uh, just before the election, but it didn't work because I didn't, um, you know, I didn't get it back. But you're you know, on time but, for yeah. this one. So, I understand you're going to be at the Pasadena Black History Parade number 38, oh, maybe yes. with the voting registration forms, yes. and your book, and maybe me as the commentator or MC can go ahead and add, add that as an incentive. Now, I know, if you're not, that you're going to be going to maybe churches or places mm -hmm. to speak regarding that to the young people. Kind of talk about that. If you if you want to do that, or maybe you can, maybe different groups like NAACP or something like that, maybe I can do that to, to help. Tell me well, there's, what you need. Um. At this point, I'm um, I'm trying to get it out there, um, and I have spoken to some people, like at the the um, uh, the Black History Parade. Uh, I will, like you said, I will be there. Uh, I'm working with a lady who's uh, affiliated with NAACP, so um, I'm looking for ways to. I can get that name, Miss <laughs> Juanita Devon. Exactly. You happen to be talking about her? Okay. Yes. Okay. So um, you know, I'm. I'm. I wrote the book, but I'm not that good with the the uh, the um, promoting and the marketing. So um, I'm working on that. Yeah. So yeah. So that's a whole different animal than you know just sitting it, there it, and, exactly. and writing. And you're, and you're it, you not know, expected so. to. Oprah's not doing everything herself. She's not advertising, designing her book cover. She's not doing this. She has like nine producers in the slot. And they're producing shows, and as that one goes, the other one comes up. So, it, just like I was talking the other day to somebody, ooh, my grandmama can cook. I'm going to open her a restaurant. Okay? Who's going to handle the hostessing? Yeah, right. Somebody with food stains on their shirt, you know, this and any other dirty hair. Mm -hmm. Then who's going to clean the place? Right. Who's going to serve it in a presentable manner yeah you may slop it on your plate at home and eat it with your hand but so it takes more than just being a good cook right it takes a village that support right right you know to do that so you get yeah. each person that's good in their lane mm -hmm. right and work with you and see i'm so into this right here and i wasn't into politics in order to get a change is going to come like mm -hmm. sam cook says we better get out there and vote. Well, Smile Lady, I would like to just say thank you for, you know, making this available for me to um, to come on and, and talk about the book. And I, I just want to say thank you for that. And it's an honor to be in your presence. You're an angel. And anybody that has a smile is welcome in this seat. And you definitely have even a part two. 
<laughs> Smile up in here. Okay. Rocking your ear. We're going to be on TV. We're, I'm going to be rocking your earrings, and you're going to be rocking the earrings. It's going to be like, hey. And you may have a, too, like a brothy, a brothy, you know, part two. We have to. <laughs> and if I messed it up, she going to call me up. Uh, hello. Guess what? You messed my name up again. But anyway, I forgive you, smile lady. But anyway, that's okay. But um, um, some things that just come up every week, Jackie Robinson Center, um, every Wednesday here in Pasadena, California, 1020 Fair Oaks. And is there anything else that you maybe want to promote or what words of wisdom you have to share with someone, your younger self or someone out there? Um, just keep it positive. Yes. You know, it, um, so many things can... Uh, cause you to, you know, get discouraged and depressed, but you got to fight it. You got to fight it like crazy because the thing that's going to help you get, you know, move forward is just keep it positive and, and, you know, not let, I mean, I know there's a lot of things that can get you down, but you can't let it get you to that point Consume where you just, you. yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, that, I, that would be, it for me is like I, I've had to learn how and also to be my best friend, uh, you know. Yes. Um, yes. I oh, have learned important. how to be my best friend. Very and sometime important. Sometimes I'll even hug myself and, and pet my, pat my arms, oh. you know, and sometimes I'll pass by the mirror and I kiss and I say, you know what, you all right. Yeah, <laughs> and know? you know what? Smiling in the mirror releases yeah. endorphins. Yeah. Nurses yeah. out there come confirm it for me. Yeah. Yes, smiling yeah. at yourself in yeah. the mirror. So, you know, those those things um, has helped me to get through a lot of, um, you know, tough times just talking and and to myself, not when anybody is around, of course, mm -hmm. but, you know, just telling myself it's going to be okay. Don't worry about mm -hmm. G. That's what I call myself sometimes. You know, I just call my nickname G. You know, it's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. God mm -hmm. got you back. Remember when he did this for you? Remember when he did that for you? Mm -hmm. You didn't think you were going to get out of it, did you? But he brought you through, didn't he? Uh -oh. So I keep those. It's like I it's like I have this mental resume of what God has done for me throughout my life. And when things get really, really tough, and I'll say, Jay, you remember when he did that? See? You know? See? And so I just try to keep it positive. And I'm waiting for that next book. And we can have a fashionista thing and a makeup <laughs> thing and an earring thing on the next one. And we're going to rock ourselves out of here. Come on. This is Pasadena Media Podcast and Video, Sharing a Smile with Deborah Smile Lady Johnson. You can find me on YouTube under that name and Facebook under that name. And if you really want to get stinky, Instagram, my name is Smile Skunk. So thank you so much. Here we are in Pasadena, 150 South Los Robles, and my brother James Johnson Sr. Never give up. <laughs> Let's go, girl. Come on. <laughs> hey. Hey, you you what you were going to do. Never give up on yourself. Body, soul, and mind.